Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello and welcome to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. And welcome to the new 2016, <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard that enough times already, um, in case you're not quite yet sick of hearing Happy New Year. <laughs> I do genuinely wish you a Happy New Year. I hope that your year is off with a, a grand start, at least a little something fun and fizzly out of the gate. And for those of you in our southern hemisphere, uh, Australia and um, some of my good friends on uh, across those other ponds. <laughs> Welcome to your second day of the new year. I believe you're, it's bright and early in the morning here, there, where you are. Um, so at whatever point you are in celebrating 2016 coming in, uh, I hope it's going really well. I hope you got to do something fun and fabulous. And if you're like me, um, Movies on the Couch is really fun and fabulous <laughs> in my interesting point of view with uh, my Lillaroo and um, and maybe a nice uh, meal for the New Year's Day. We do this weird thing with peas and cabbage, black-eyed peas and, and cabbage here. Some of us do, not all of us. Um, so however you're doing it, welcome again. Hello. And thank you for joining me, whether you're joining me on January the 1st of 2016 or any other day or moment of the year uh, or decade or century. <laughs> however you're doing it, I'm grateful that you are listening in, tuning in, coming to play, and bringing your contribution to this conversation. And wow, what an amazing wow. I mean, the energy of this holiday season has been really amazing, interesting, intriguing. I don't know if anybody else has um, has experienced this. I, I actually do know because I have had some conversations with folks around um, uh, the intensity of the season seems to be really way more than many of us have experienced before. Um, so I wonder if if that's easing for many of us or if there's a different kind of panic that has now set in for a lot of people like, oh, shit, it's actually here. Now I really have to do something. So <clears throat> whatever may be going on for you, I wonder if this conversation might uh, be a contribution to you and to creating a little bit more ease with the process for you. And so who am I? I am Keisha Clark. If you have not tuned into this show before, my name is Keisha, and I will be your Living Well Empowerment Agent for the next roughly hour or so, if you so desire. And what the heck is that? Well, <laughs> for me, it is uh, someone who invites you and empowers you to be more presence in your life with your body and as the master source creator of your destiny. Um, and yes, that sounds a little bit lofty to some folks, or it could sound a little bit lofty. And what if you really can be that? And what if you already are that? And what if there's just people like me in the world 
who are here to remind you and give you some tools to facilitate you into actually actualizing more of that in your life. And that's where I come in. And sometimes that's where people are um, at a point in their lives where it just really sucks and it's not fun and it's not pretty and they're really frustrated and really fatigued and really sick of what's going on, sometimes even literally sick of what's going on and what they've been creating. And so that's when people like me show up. And yes, I have the people like me who have shown up for me. And I love that we get to do this with each other and be this with each other. So I've had some interesting experiences um, that have led to me having a radio show. And you can find out more about that if you listen to some of my radio shows. You can visit my archives page um, if you just go to the host page on a2zen.fm and you click on my picture, you will get to go to my page. You can pull up the archives. You can listen to any of the now 56 episodes in my library. And um, what I often do is just go to people's library pages or their archive pages, and I kind of see what topic waves at me for that moment. So if you want to give that a go, it's sort of like throwing a dart and just seeing what what jumps out at you. Um, Give it a go and see if something speaks to you. And if it does, have a listen. And if that's all you require, how does it get even better than that? And if you require a little bit more, there's a link on those replay pages that you can come and play with me and find out more about what else is possible uh, for us to perhaps even work together. So how fun might that be? So today's topic, wow. Yeah, everything old is new again. Some of you might recognize that as a song. (laughs) I believe we heard that in All That Jazz, and uh, you may also be familiar with Peter Allen, who who sings that song. And it is a song about everything that you kind of have in your closet or the furniture that we might now be calling retro, everything old, is new again, that at some point it comes back around. So uh, it's also a slogan for some TV shows that are about remodeling and renovation. Um, It's also kind of a fun slogan for antique shops that I've seen. So, So my question today is, and what I'd like to play with, is what about with our bodies and our lives? Yeah. Yeah. So we talk about ways to redress things, to recreate things or refinish things. And and how does that work with with us, with each of us? How does that fly? (laughs) When it comes to creating our lives, are we working with old? Are we working with new? Are we working with borrowed? Are we working with blue? I couldn't resist. Um, So we had a conversation about two weeks ago now, if you're if you're listening on today, January 1st, um, and it was about um, what are you asking for? And we had some very interesting questions and some really interesting energies uh, show up. Um, we talked about what is the energy that you are asking your question from? Yeah, and I gave some some tools, some possibilities to play with in that show, and we will revisit those as we play today with this question about everything old is new again, uh, or questions around that topic. Um, but I'd like to invite you to just allow your all of the preconceived notions you have about what old and new are, 
or are supposed to be, um, I'd like to invite you to just let those fall away for this next roughly hour or so as we play with this topic today and see what else you might be aware of. So we talk about in many circles, in in many um, arenas, old can be quite valuable. And then in other circles or conversations or situations, old is absolutely not valued and not wanted. Um, so in the case of, you know, we think of old, a lot of us think of perhaps dilapidated <laughs> or, um, you know, uh, unfinished. It's it's broken down. It needs some care or perhaps it just needs to be thrown away. Um, and then when, when it comes to like real estate, we talk about uh, old that in some cases might be dilapidated. And still, depending on where the property is, there could be a great value on the land and therefore the property is purchased and becomes new for someone else. And then they may opt to refinish the house or to knock it down and build a new one altogether. And so that's always fascinated me as I've heard people talk about old things and what they do with old things and looking for something new. And I grew up doing different versions of um, old and new stuff, recycling and repurposing, as we call it, Um and then I also participated in theater quite a bit. So there was this sense of, um, in community theater, there's a lot of taking old things and making them new and getting them, you know, so that you can use them in a show. Whether that's costumes or set pieces, um, there's lots of old that becomes new. And, and it's really interesting. I, I hadn't really played with how much we kind of look at something as either old or new. And yet we do that pretty much every day. You know, we talk about the dawning of a new day. And we talk about the, the beginning of a new year. And so we have this really interesting concept that we call time. And I've become kind of fascinated at the way we apply time. These last few years, as I've been playing with multiple modalities, and I've added the modality, I call it a modality, um, it's, it's really sort of a lifestyle, it's a, it's a life choice, <laughs> Um, as are really all the modalities, depending on how you choose to apply them in your life. Um, but I have added the tools of access consciousness to my um, my rather large toolbox. I know that I have quite yet a shed. <laughs> of course, I did bring a good bit with me, so it could be in storage somewhere that I've neglected for a while. <laughs> my old tools. <laughs> Ha-ha. Um, and if you don't really know anything about access consciousness or if you'd like to find out more about it, both, um, you can actually just go to accessconsciousness.com and there is a plethora of information on that site. There's also a whole lot of videos on YouTube. You can find a whole lot of different facilitators who have uh, published information uh, on video or on SoundCloud in different ways uh, with the work. And I find it to be simply sort of like the adding of rocket fuel to everything that I was already playing with. And a lot of us, I'm echoing a lot of other people who are playing with those tools as well. We find it to be something that simply takes everything we've been playing with to a whole expanded version of possibilities to play with the tools in a new and different way and create change so much faster than what most of us were experiencing. So how does it get even cooler than that? So... When we get to uh, this oldness, so what is old? Really, what is old to you? And my goodness, yeah, 
<laughs> so if you're for for a lot of folks, what I uh, perceive, what I sense is that you many of us immediately go to our bodies as old. And what if what if that was not necessarily the way it had to be? What if this aging of our bodies did not have to be a reality for us? Yeah. What if there was something else possible? Yeah. What do you know? And what I'm inviting you to do now is ask your bodies to show you what they know. Ask your bodies to bring you the information, to gift you the awareness of what they know. We have some fascinating things that occur in our bodies. And and some of you know this. Some of you may not have heard this yet. Uh, but every so many days, months, years, depending on the organ or the area of your body, all of the cells of that organ or all of the cells of that muscle, all of the cells of really that system have regenerated and have been replaced or renewed with literally new cells. The cells have been created new. And so in a sense, every so many years, if we're talking about time, our bodies are completely new. Interestingly, we have the imprints of our points of view, of what our points of view actually creates. It is a, there's a little more like science and mysticism in there, but essentially, we also have this, this variable of our points of view. So as we talked about in the episode of What Are You Asking For?, what we're asking from, in part, will determine what shows up. So as our cells are regenerating, our points of view may be creating an influence on the new cells, even though they're be being created new, even though we have new cells showing up. If there's a sort of an influence, or what I, I often refer to as an imprint, of what that point of view creates on those cells, then the new cells may actually be slightly disadvantaged. And I'll say that as a very general way of saying, you may be re we may be recreating our cells or regenerating cells that are inherently tired or inherently having a challenge. And what if even that was changeable? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Rio in the chat room has asked, so why do we reinvent dis-ease? Isn't it interesting? Yeah. And what do we know? What do our bodies know? Yeah, this is a little different than I imagined this conversation going, and how does it get even awesomer? <laughs> and really, our bodies seem to be the thing that we kind of become the scapegoat for our, you know, why our life isn't working. Inevitably, we get to this thing about our bodies. Now, when we talk about living well, the acronym for the show, for the name WEAL, is the willingness to embody abundant living. And I wonder if perhaps we have 
somehow for each of us it's going to look unique to us. Um, but I wonder if we've stopped really, many of us have stopped allowing for what we know about what is abundant and what is possible with our bodies. Um, and some of us, we may not have even begun to ask those questions yet. <laughs> like, is anything else even possible? <laughs> I wonder how many of us are are letting that sort of default process happen in the way we create. And so that brings me to what we were talking about in the episode two a couple of weeks ago, what are you asking for? So if you're asking from the space of, I'm sick and tired of this, and I don't want this anymore, let's talk about what that really creates. Let's look at what the energy of that actually creates, if you're willing to do that with me. So I'm really sick and tired of this. I wonder what your body is receiving from that instruction. Do you kind of get that? I'm really sick and tired of this. Huh. Now, body, one of the amazing capacities of our bodies is that our bodies can take information and create it in three-dimensional form, usually somewhere in our bodies. So when we say the word sick and tired, there's a bit of a charge on that. And for many of us, that means we are becoming dilapidated. <laughs> we are becoming unwell. The sickness and the tiredness. Now, interestingly, do our bodies have to ever become sick and tired? Is it actually required that our bodies have to be that? What do you know? Not really. Right? Or... Do you have a bit of a charge around that? So let me ask you this. If our bodies were not required to ever be sick or tired, what else could we be creating with our bodies? Yeah. So as we're talking about old and new, what if we began this new calendar year of the Gregorian calendar anyway, what if we began this year with a new perspective, with a new point of view? What if we took all of those things that are old for us, like our old points of view, and what if we allowed what doesn't work to fall away? And what we know or what is working, what if we were to acknowledge that and bring it forth and let it become new, and let it create new experiences for us. Would you be willing to do that with me for today? Maybe? Kind of, sort of? <laughs> wow, we have a few people in the chat room. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited. And yes, if you have questions, please let us know. I so appreciate the contributions uh, from all of you who come to play in the chat room. Um, so we're going to take our first break, and what I'm inviting you to do with this few moments as we go to break is allow your bodies to bring you this information, bring you more of this information, and be with the question, what points of view am I willing to be ready to give up? 
And are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? And would you like to not be sick and tired? If that is true for you, if that's what you've been creating. And whatever else you've been creating, I'm inviting you to let that come into your awareness um, with regard to being able to be aware, being willing to be aware and be begin to acknowledge what isn't really working for you, if it's not really fun for you, and if something new is what you're ready for. Yeah, you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. We are talking about everything old is new again, and we will be back with a new segment after this break. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today we are talking about and every old is new again. And we are pulling some of our um, fun, cool awarenesses that we had from two, a couple of weeks ago in the conversation, what are you asking for? We're pulling some of those awarenesses forward and we're continuing to play with the question of what else is possible and today what we're looking at in particular so far has been with regard to bodies. And 
an interesting energy came up in the first segment when we talked about, or when I asked the question, what does old mean to you? And for many people, we very quickly go to our bodies as an example or as something that is affected with this aging and becoming old. And when we talk about new, we seem to kind of leave our bodies out of that equation. <laughs> and we only, for a lot of people, there is only this acknowledgement of new with our bodies when it when we do these really for many in many cases challenging struggle difficult kinds of things like lose a great deal of weight and completely reconstruct our bodies you know or in some cases that may be surgical alteration so yeah so everything old is new again and i wonder what wisdom is in this you know the thing that really has jumped up for me in this last few weeks has been around the element of time and how we enforce that and how we have sort of, we bind ourselves to time, even though time doesn't actually exist. And, you know, this is said in many, many different places and cases. And we know, we, we are aware that time is this invention we have used for really purposes to measure things, units of measurement, increments that um, that give us a way for us to prove that we have done something or been something or accomplished something. So time really is relative, basically. It doesn't have to be uh, the dominant factor. It doesn't have to be the mitigating factor in anything. And at the same time, <laughs> no pun intended, Time is very much a part of what we play with here on many levels. So what else is possible for us with old and new and whatever that really is and whatever that never had to be that we can now allow to be expressing in our lives, in our bodies, for us and, and be creating in a completely different way? So when we were talking about what is the energy that you're asking your question from, there's a lot of conclusion that many of us function from. Some of it is really easy for us to spot and others of it is not. So I wonder how many conclusions we might be using or many of us might be using to come into this new year and we're already creating a great deal of effort for ourselves with this quote-unquote new year, one, because we're calling it new, and two, because we've bought into the notion that you have to do something different this year. You have to make this year blah, 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 blah. You fill in the blank, right? So if you would like to free yourself, liberate yourselves from those constructs, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Who does all of that expectation belong to? All of that expectation and all of that form and structure of what you are supposed to do with the new year, who does that belong to? Is it yours? Do you truly, honestly, buy that point of view or those points of view? And if not, would you be willing to choose beyond what everybody else has been choosing as their reality? And would you be willing to tap into what you know? 
about the limitless regenerative and actually generative nature of our bodies and this planet and our lives and our choices and all of what that creates. Would you be willing to own that for yourself? Even if you never told anybody else that that's what you were doing, (laughs) just let it be for you. What do you know? Yeah. I wonder if that might be a way to celebrate you and allow this 2016 year, whatever significance you want to give it, to bring you more than you ever even imagined. Yeah. Yeah, great point, Rewa, and how intricately they are all connected. How intricately do we connect ourselves to the points of view? We make these really interesting sort of webs. And really, if you look at neural networks of our brains, it is kind of spider-webby in a different sort of way. So a little bit of an abstract spider-webby kind of. It's the brain's version of spider-webby. And... and <laughs> What One of the things that that illustrates to me is that there is a chaotic nature. There is an inherent nature of chaos in the creation of everything. And does that mean it has to be difficult? No, is my awareness and what I know. And even as I say that, I can tell you, I have done a really great job of making many things in my life difficult on many occasions. And I very likely will do that again (laughs) because I'm really good at that. And what if, (laughs) right, I know I'm the only one. I'm talking to nobody else in this moment. So just, you know, humor me if you will. (laughs) And what if that is just a part of the process? What if that is just a part of the generativeness or the regenerativeness? What if that's a part of something changing? and becoming new again. And are you willing to have new? Whatever that means. Whatever new means to you. Now for a lot of us, here's an awareness I have. And I can say I've I've done this myself. I've taken old points of view and I've just kind of redecorated them. You know, I've I've reworded them. It's sort of like doing a rough edit (laughs) on a paragraph or, you know, if you want to use a paragraph that you've kind of let it sit in your library for a while and now you want to do something with it on social media. So you just kind of revamp it a little bit. But the inherent message of the paragraph may not have changed. Now, if the message is something that really works, how does it get even better than that? And what I am aware of and what I have done in many cases in my life is I've taken that paragraph or that point of view and I've just sort of reworked it so that it's still comfortable for me, but it looks different and I've called it new. Absolutely. It's like reupholstering an old chair. I've repurposed my points of view. So everywhere you're repurposing your points of view in a way that is not generative for you, for your life, your living, your body, your businesses, or your bank accounts, would you be willing to make a different choice now? (laughs) And would you be willing to be open to the possibility that you actually don't have to do work to change your points of view? So all of the points of view that are old and 
worn out and you've tried to work them and you've tried to work them and you've efforted to make them real and true and it's just not happening, what if you could just let them go? What if you could bid them farewell? And if they were not your knowing in the first place, is there even a need to clear them, to conquer them, to process them, to work through them? What if you could simply choose to ask a question, let your awareness show up, and have a different point of view, a different perspective, have clarity in your life for you? Who's the one living this life? You or somebody else? Can anybody live it for you? No. <laughs> Would you really want them to? Not really. I'm having a lot of fun, I have to say. Doing a radio show, having uh, clients that I get to play with and we get to create amazing things together. We get to co-create. I like that's one of my favorite words is co-create. Getting to impart um, invitations and information with the people I get to play with and work with about having a different relationship with their bodies, about having new really having more of their awareness. It's not that they don't have awareness. We actually have a great deal of awareness. There's really not any moment that we cannot be aware. However, what we can do is we can do things that keep us away from our awareness so that we're not really choosing to be present with it. And for some of us, that creates some really interesting things. Sometimes it can be not very intense at all, and other times it gets really intense. So all of the old points of view that aren't working for you, rather than trying to make them something new, would you be willing to have new awareness create something new for you and let new points of view work for you? And you know what? You don't have to hold on to any of them. You don't have to hold on to any point of view. You can let it be flexible and fluid and elastic and flowing, and you can let it change and modify and morph and become something else altogether every day of the week, every hour of the day, if that's something that you would like to try or play with. You can absolutely do that. What we talked about in our what are you asking for show. We got to some points and I want to review them um, and play with the energy that that brings up. So the first thing that I, asked, I invited you to do, and I invite you again to do these things, is remove the element of time. And we talked about time a little bit in the first segment of today's show. Removing the element of time and everywhere you're trying to figure out how you do that, please just stop. <laughs> and Removing the element of time is not about checking out or becoming defiant, you know, standing with your fist raised and, I will not be a slave to time. No, it's not about that. It's about removing any of your expectations that are based on incrementalized units of measurement. Or we could just say units of measurement. So everywhere you're trying to set a date to force something to happen, rather than asking, is it now? Is it now? If not now, when? And letting the sense of what you're asking for be communicating with you 
what it's ready to do, regardless of the day, the month, the week, the season, the time, the weather, <laughs> or whatever project you have on the front or back burner of your processes, what if you could simply allow it to bring you the awareness of what is required? So removing the element of time, letting go of the structure within which you are trying to create. So take that limitation off of your creation, if you will. Then I'm asking you to remove the result. So everywhere you are trying to put a picture in place of what your result will look like, I'm going to invite you to remove that as well. And yes, that might sound crazy. I, I know that. And what if crazy actually like really worked for some of us? Crazy might not work for some others, but for some of us, crazy could work really well. So if this is what you define as crazy, run with it. Go with it. See what happens. Removing the result allows the energy of what you're asking for to show up in the way that it naturally resonates for you. Yeah. So if you're picturing a red Ferrari and this is a blue Volvo that's really the energy of what you're asking for, if you're saying, I want a car that's fun, that's going to work for me, that's generative to my body and my business, maybe the Ferrari has headrests that totally suck and will absolutely mangle your body. And your body is like, uh-uh, we do not want to be in the seat of a Ferrari unless somebody's taking us for a drive along the coastline. Now, we might do that, but to own a Ferrari, this body is not having that. We want the blue Volvo because we know the blue Volvo has beautiful, perfect headrests that are positioned exactly the way we like them, that has a nice, cozy space for our butt, has perfect lumbar support, and just the perfect space between the brakes and the, the gas and the brake pedals so that we don't have to catch our shoe when we're driving. You know, there's all of these things that your body knows and the universe knows that you don't have in your cognitive awareness. So if you remove the result of what you're asking for, what if that allows more space for the universe to bring you what it is you're asking for in the way that it can absolutely show up for you? So that's removing the element of time and removing the result. Then I'm going to invite you to release everything that does not allow you to ask for what you desire. Known, unknown, seen, unseen, in this lifetime or any other, release everything that doesn't allow you to ask. And all you can, you can simply say, everything that I'm using to stop myself from asking for what I truly desire here I'm totally choosing beyond it. And if you play with the tools of access, you can say, I destroy and uncreate all of it. And if you, need, if you require the clearing statement, you can use the clearing statement. And you can find the clearing statement at theclearingstatement.com. And this is how it goes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. The clearing statement itself is not significant. It is another tool. It's an amazing tool. And we use it a lot if you come to play with access. <laughs> And please know that you don't have to make yourself wrong. All I'm inviting you to do is release everything that does not allow you to ask the question. Then I'm inviting you to revise your questions and be willing to revise your question and or ask another question. And that might be kind of vague and general and really spread out. And it is a part of the process of creation. 
So what if you begin to ask your question, awareness has come in, and something else becomes apparent for you, and it now is appropriate to modify your question or ask another question to get more information. So that's number four. Be willing to revise your questions and ask another question, either case. And number five, whew, I'm going to let you guys sit with one through four for a minute because number five we might have a little bit of conversation about. We're going to take our next break and take a breath if you would. And please continue to let everywhere that you're oh, writing everything off as old, that you're writing things off as impossible to ask for, everywhere you're stopping yourself from something new coming in rather than trying to figure out how you're going to make yourself be new or how you're going to create something new through effort and force, would you be willing to choose beyond that over this commercial break? Awesome. Either way, if you will or you won't, it's totally cool. Just hang in here with us and let's see what else is possible. You're listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am Keisha Clark and we will be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com how much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. 
<laughs> welcome back. Welcome forward. Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host and your Living Well Empowerment Agent, Keisha Clark, and we are having a fantastic conversation, if anyone is just joining us, here on the first day of 2016, and if not the first day of 2016, at some point in the future, how does it get even funner, uh, about and everything old is new again, and all of these interesting points of view that come up around old and new. And before the break, we were working through some steps that I had offered you in the show a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about what are you asking for. And the energy of what are you asking for and everything old is new again, um, they they kind of work uh, concurrently for me, uh, synergistically really is a better way to say that. <clears throat> so I wanted to, I, I've chosen to revisit these um, and kind of play with them just a little bit more as we are bringing this first show of 2016 into the home stretch. Um, so number five, well, one through four, we we talked about removing the element of time, removing the result, releasing everything that does not allow you to ask the question, being willing to revise your question and or ask another question. And the fifth one is acknowledge and receive. Acknowledge that you are receiving the energy of what your ask is creating at the moment you are asking. That is actually an interesting thing for a lot of us. And what if you actually are beginning to receive the information and the creation of what you're asking for the moment you're asking? And for a lot of us, that gets a little head trippy, and that's okay. And what do you know? So acknowledge. When you acknowledge that you are receiving the energy of what your ask is creating at the moment that you are asking, you are actually allowing the universe to work with you. You're actually removing the barriers that keep your creation from coming to you. And what if we could do this every day, every moment of every day? Know that you are receiving what you're asking for. We hear things like, ask and you shall receive. We hear uh, in various forms of different sacred text and scripture, ask as though you have received it. And yes, I'm paraphrasing it for a general public radio show. And many for, for all of those of you who in your particular um, belief structure can, you know, which which text I'm referring to, it's the essence that I'm referring to. It's the energy of ask from the energy of knowing you are receiving it. And if you can even go to the space of ask from the energy of knowing that you already have received it. And whether you're studying um, law of attraction, whether you're studying metaphysics, whether you're studying different types of mysticisms, this is present in every structure, every philosophy, every school of thought, it is part of that essence of creation that we all be. And here's an interesting thing. There was an interesting question that came in uh, or point that came into the chat room uh, over the break. Um, I asked what was kind of 
moving and turning for the people in the chat room. And uh, Rio said, old being a negative and new being a possible, a positive. And is that actually true? And here's what came to my awareness when I read that. It's fascinating how we have termed old and new for many, many reasons, and we could have lots of conversations <laughs> way beyond the end of day show. And I wonder if, if many of us are choosing to acknowledge the nature of energy. And you hear me, you, you might have heard me talk about this on some of my shows because I say this pretty often. The nature of energy is that it responds. Can energy ever die? What is your awareness? Does it die or does it change? Yeah. So our bodies actually do age according to the point of view that we place upon how we play here. Our bodies experience age. Our bodies do become to the point that that they must let go of the life force of us and they must return to the earth. And that's a topic for another show. But in a general sense, yes, many things here age. Many things here become old. And the essence of us, some people might call it our soul. Some people might call it our, our higher being. Um, the essence of us, the being that we be, that I refer to as infinite, what if <laughs> you, you hear people talk about old souls? Oh, well, that that person is an old soul. They know so much. They're so wise. They seem to get it. And what if all of us <laughs> have been here and done this many, many times? And in that respect, what if we are the old becoming new? And even if you only believe, even if you only subscribe to the, the that we come here one time and that's all we get, are you really old or are you reborn every day, every moment? Are you regenerated? Are you renewed every cyclical possibility to play with? Hey, Lelaru. She knows a thing or two. Yeah. What if the old and the new is simply we could just let that be relative if it applies. And if it doesn't apply, what if you allowed yourself to be with your awareness of what is true for you? Are you really old? Do you need to be new? Or is something else more fun for you? And what if you could allow yourself to be regenerated every day? What if you started your day with some questions? Or when you got to the places that things got crunchy, you could ask some questions. And what if in those moments you became renewed? So is there really any structure or way that we have to or cannot become new? Hmm. I know we've been kind of all over the place with this show, with this conversation. And I really appreciate that you've been willing to go here. And I know that a lot of what has been changing has not necessarily been spoken out loud. So I just invite you to let the energy of today's conversation continue to simmer and bubble and move and, and dance through your life and through your universe. 
And whatever invitation it is being for you, I invite you to let that bring you to a place that is new, that is something you truly desire, a space that you might not have been willing to go before. And whatever calendar you subscribe to, whatever calendar you work by, what if that did not have to be significant anymore either? What if it's really about getting clear for what is really true for you at any moment of any day, regardless of the time? What if time did not have to be your master? And what if it never was? Would you be willing to be free? Would you be willing to be liberated? Would you be willing to be old and new? Would you be willing to be in a constancy of change and expressing the amazing possibilities of you at every point, however it works for you? And that, my friends, is my desire for you for this 2016, that you find a joy in whatever it is that you are desiring that you find the joy and that you'd be willing to receive the joy of the creation of that. Yeah. And if you would like to play more with me, if something I say resonates for you or anything I say resonates for you, and if you would like to play with questions and get clarity for you, I would be honored to get to play with you. This is something that I love to do ask questions, receive information, acknowledge what is showing up. And I have a very interesting capacity with energies. And one of the things I call myself is an energy linguist. And I would be privileged and honored and so excited to get to engage in those processes with you, if that's light for you, if that would be fun for you. And if not, it's really okay. There's no obligation. So if you want to find out more about me and how to play with me, you can find me on Facebook, and the link is on this replay page. So just scroll down and click. You can also come to my website, and the link to that will also be on this replay page. Whatever you're choosing and whatever you're being, may you be regenerated each moment, brilliant, beautiful as you. Have a great week, everybody. Happy 20. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?